Social Construct by Ben Brinnikin, Episode 3. Murder. The crime of unlawfully and unjustifiably killing another. If God exists and is responsible for the apocalypse, is he a murderer? It would be premeditated, but I suppose he would get to say if it's justifiable or not. In our cosy little farmhouse, where Haley and her friends hide from the apocalypse, but murder is close at hand, Barry is slumped at the kitchen table. James has opened the brandy and stares at the contents of his glass. He doesn't look up at Barry's ashen face. Recording? I've seen loads of dead bodies up close. I played computer games and action shooters where you do a lot of killing, but you never feel like the thing that dies was a person. There's that element of unreality. Never bothered with computer games. Sex, murder, destruction. No virtual action carries the same weight as an action in the real world. That man, out in the car, as soon as I approached him, I, I could feel his life, or rather, the absence of it. He was an empty shell. He was gone, and the power of that life lost. It's tangible. If it was still possible to play a computer game, I, I don't think I would now. Not after that. James, hmm? you said that he was murdered. It looks like he's gassed himself with the car exhaust. He was murdered. It was set up to look like he'd killed himself. Yes, there's a hose running from the exhaust in through the car window. Yes, the key is in the ignition. But the ignition wasn't on. I don't understand. I know. Someone who gasses themselves to death doesn't turn off the engine when they've finished. Maybe he was dying and then switched off the engine. That's not all. His head is swollen, blood in his hair. Something, someone, had smashed his skull. Maybe he had a fall. A fall? Yes, you know, injured himself. Decided it wasn't worth going on. A combination of the fall and the gas. There. Not murder. Are you serious? Well, it could be. It didn't have to be murder. But it was. Someone murdered him. Everyone should maybe calm down. It all sounds unlikely. Unlikely? Unlikely. We're in the middle of nowhere. People were starting to get murdered all over the place. That's why we stayed out here, away from the mayhem. If someone was going to get murdered out here, it would be for a reason. You know, so they could steal his car or get his provisions. They haven't taken anything. It's all still here. You don't bludgeon someone to death and try to make it look like suicide. You know what I think? I'm thinking there was a reason. To steal his car, to get his provisions, to make use of this house. We've got all that stuff now. Yes, we have. But that would mean that... One of us is the killer. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous? Why? Look at us. Two local government employees, a primary school teacher and a... Uh... Oh, who? Me? Assassin. Professional hit person. I used to specialise in agricultural workers. A sales assistant. Uh, service and parts manager. Oh, whatever. The point is, none of us could have come here and killed someone in cold blood. Why not? Desperate times. Living in a tent in the woods. We've all had time alone over the past couple of days. Any one of us could have killed him. 
Four people alone in a farmhouse, and one of them is a murderer. Not as stupid as you make it sound. Well, I'm grateful. Grateful? Yep. That someone killed the old bastard gives us a fighting chance. Well done, I say. He was your uncle. And now he's dead. So, are we playing Scrabble or what? How can you be so cold? It's not up to you to decide how much I mourn family members. I know, but... But nothing! I know it makes me look cold-hearted, and just so we're clear, I did not kill him. But one thing I refuse to feel for that man is pity. Contempt. Disgust, maybe. But pity? No. Why? None of your business. Is that why you didn't want to come here? I was happy where we were. We didn't have to move. Things didn't need to change. It was a mistake to come anywhere near this place. Oh, Haley. The word murder scores nine points in Scrabble. Apocalypse gets you 19. No one wants to play Scrabble with Haley, so she plays alone, pulling handfuls of letters from the bag and placing them on the board. She rearranges the letters to create meaning. Murder hasn't come out yet. Neither has Apocalypse. Kumquat. Big score. Is it really that bad? It smells, James. It's bad. I've seen it in the movies. Who hasn't? I hope you're not thinking... There'll be something in the tool shed that would do it. Zucchini! Massive score if you put it there. I don't think you can just do that sort of thing in real life. Of course you can. What other option is there? We could get in the Land Rover, head to Carlisle. There might still be people in the hospital. Oh, here we go. The great boredom city again. You want to try and take him to a hospital? I don't know. It needs to be dealt with, but there's no telling if there are any hospitals anymore. I know. I just... I don't think I can... The other options... Gangrene. Triple word score. What? How's it going, Hop along? Fine. Good. I, I think it's getting better. What a bit of a sweat on there, Jam. That's just a bit hot. It's hard getting around. Barry, your, your leg. Oh, let's not talk about it. We're always talking about my injuries. Let's talk about something else. Listen, Barry. Mate. Let's play a game. Yes! Let's. How about word association? I'll start. Uh, circular saw. No. Okay. Look. Uh, lumberjack. Stump. Please. Mushroom. Bacteria. Uh, infection. Oh, my God. No. There's no link between infection and God. Oh, wait. You mean like religion is an infection? Oh, I get it. Deep. Hayley, will you never just shut your mouth? Just say something helpful. Well, shutting up and saying something helpful at the same time is pretty Oh, my deep. God. Enough. Mm-hmm. Barry? Hmm? Your leg is infected. I don't think so. I think I think it's just... Infected. We don't have many options. Uh, no, no. Thinking... no, 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 no. You can forget it. What? You can get lost if you think you're going to try and saw my leg off. I don't think I could do it anyway, mate. I don't know how I could stop the blood. I don't know anything about it. Thank God for that. The problem remains, though. So, what options do I have? Keep, keep cleaning it. That's mm. not going to work now. It might. And... And go to the hospital. (laughs) God. Clean it. It is then. Look, I know nothing about medicine, but I'm pretty sure if you leave it, you'll get poison in your blood or something. It'll kill you. It might not. 
It might not. Maybe Jesus will come and make it better with a wave of his magical wand. It might just, you know, get better. Jesus, Barry. Might. No, it won't. You always do this. Don't give in, James. You know damn fine that it won't get better and it will end up with Barry dying in that sorry little room upstairs. Barry, you have the choice of dying whilst you try and cut your bloody leg off or you can get to a hospital that might not even exist anymore. I'll talk to her. I can almost make doomed. But I've only got one Oh. And there's the other one. Thank you. Today, Haley plays hopscotch on the flagstones of the kitchen floor. Ever played like that? Jumping from stone to stone. Her knowledge of the game is limited to vague memory, but she knows it fundamentally involves hopping and jumping. In the absence of rules, she always wins. It's a shame life doesn't have guaranteed wins like that. She composes her latest post. It's one of those profound ones that's designed to give her audience food for thought. Life is a hopscotch grid. But you can't tell which squares are hops and which ones are jumps. You just have to hop for the best. Hop for the best? No? Okay, well, social media buddies, Barry died. I say Barry died, I don't actually know whether he did or he didn't. When the pain got excruciating and the smell was unbearable, he decided that he would get in the Land Rover and head to Carlisle Hospital. But the useless article couldn't drive with his bad leg, so someone had to go with him. James, the old alpha male thing again. He mansplained to us that it would be safer that way. That was three days ago. It obviously wasn't safer. They hopped when they should have jumped. Now, there's just the two of us, living like 20th century spinsters in our little cottage together. We've discovered that we hate each other's company, Cat and I. Our personalities were diluted by other people and that kept us okay. But now there's no buffer or distractions, we are each stuck with the full force of the other. It's awful. She's awful. And I have no doubt that I am too. There's loads of stuff under my bed. That's what people tend to do with stuff. Stick it under beds. You store it under the bed so it doesn't give the monsters anywhere to hide. Most of it is rubbish. Not to the people who collected it. It was their treasure. Collect stuff. Hoard it. Store it. Then die and your treasure becomes other people's rubbish. People should be forced to sell their tat when they get to 65. Some of it is interesting. Really? Like this. A photo album. They were obviously old school. Didn't trust the cloud for storing their pictures. And well done them, I say. Yes, well done them. It's important for you too, of course. How so? Well, (laughs) your cloud pictures have gone forever. But this album, this album is full. And I mean literally full of pictures of you. Me? Well, you, the farmer, and I'm assuming his wife. And? Why? I told you, I used to come here on my holidays. Nope. Nope. I don't buy it. What? These aren't holiday snaps. Of course they are. What else would they be? It's not the only album. You're in them all. You, the farmer and his wife. I was here a lot. Of course you were. 
It was your home. It's a family house. <laughs> your family. These pictures weren't auntie, uncle and little Haley on a day out. These are family snaps. That man in the Land Rover, the man who had his head smashed in, was not your uncle. Oh, he wasn't. Go on then. Enlighten me, Miss Marple. Who was he? Oh, don't play stupid. He was your dad. This woman was your mother. Mum, Dad, Haley. <coughs> well? <laughs> you got me. Curse their lack of faith in digital storage. I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you pesky kids. You're messed up. Not right in the head. The farmer, whatever his name was, was your father. So? So why didn't you come straight to the house? Why didn't we stay with him? I didn't want to. So you said. And I believed it. Believed you didn't give a toss about him. I don't understand. You were his daughter. He's dead because he was left all alone. We could have been there for him. I didn't want to be there for him. Why? Because he was an arsehole. Oh, so are you. But I've been there for you. He was worse than me. He was worse than you? How much worse? How much worse can it get? Use your imagination. How bad was he, Cat? Guess. Guess how bad he was. Jesus. So it was you then. What was me? Come on. You wanted to come here. You wouldn't let us approach the farmhouse, but then you, I don't know, hatched a plan. <laughs> a plan? You wanted revenge. The end of the world gave you an opportunity. You could kill him and no one would come looking for you. No. Oh, come on. I didn't kill him. God, I wanted to see him dead. My life, my life was a living hell. In my teens, I woke up every morning disappointed that my life hadn't ended in the night. I would spend breakfast looking for my father who pretended what had happened hadn't happened to my mother who was either purposefully blind or, I don't know, genuinely didn't know what was going on. I wanted them both to die. When mum died, I didn't shed a tear. I was glad she was dead. I held her as responsible as him. When James told me dad was dead, I felt... almost... elated. Almost. Because despite all of the horror, the years of terror, I felt sadness at his passing. How messed up is that? A love for a father who was a monster. He deserved to die a painful death and it turns out he did. And I felt remorse. I hate him even more for that. Anyway. I didn't kill him. Well, then who did? Who knows? James, he was looking out for the four of us. Perhaps it was his way of securing us a better future. Bump off the old farmer, get the farmhouse sorted. Rubbish. James hasn't got murder in him. Besides, he was the one who pointed out it was murder. He could have easily buried the body and we'd be none the wiser. Double bluff. Oh, rubbish. Well, it doesn't matter now anyway, does it? James is probably dead. He's just looking after Baz. He'll be back. Three days, Kat. It's been three days. They're both gone. You don't know that. Yes, I do. He's as dead as my daddy. As dead as the billions of other people on the planet rotting away on the street. Shut up! Why do you always have to... What the hell? that. You should have answered it. You should have answered it. I was shocked. How is it even working? 
James said old phone cables have their own power supply. Don't need much to work. Someone has put the power back on. Maybe. Should we pick up the receiver? What if the train ring again and we miss them? What if they're still on the line? What if someone's seeing if there's anyone here for, I don't know, nefarious purposes? Nefarious purposes? What are they? Bond villains? Well, I don't know. I suppose we could just stand here and stare at it until it does something. Oh my God. Hell, what do we do? Answer it. Damn it. Say hello. Or just something. Uh, uh, bugger. Nice. Oh, I mean, uh, hello? Who is it? I swear if they say we've been in an accident and it wasn't our fault. Hello? Who is this? Hold on, what? James. James, is that you? Ah, James. Nice of you to call. I thought you were giving me the cold shoulder. Shut up. No, 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 not you. I can barely hear you. What? What? James? James? Well? What did he say? It was really hard to make out. Sounded like he was at the bottom of a well. He said something about staying here and then coming back? What, like, don't stay there, we can't get back, or do stay there, I'm coming back for you? I don't know. Brilliant. Got a coin? Let's flip for it. Heads we get killed in Carlisle, tails we die here. I think he said we can't wait here. And if he didn't? I think he did. But if he didn't, we could walk out to our deaths. He's alive, which means that Carlisle can't be all that bad. We should set off. Go by the road. That way, if he does come for us, we'll meet him. The road? Two women on our own. We'll get gangbanged and murdered before we make the outskirts. We don't know what it's like. Exactly. We don't know. Look, why don't we wait a bit? Maybe he'll ring back. And if he doesn't? Then we'll have to make a decision. I'm going to pack some things. I'm not. (laughs) You're afraid? Of course I'm afraid. At the end, people were killing each other for food. Slaughtered in the streets. I'm not going back to that. We don't know how bad it was. We saw it on social media on our phones. We're walking on the top of the fells, for God's sake. We don't know what happened. We can guess. Hayley, it's not death you're afraid of. Oh, really? Change terrifies you. That's why you make up all those jokes, to deflect attention from decisions so you don't have to make them. You didn't want to go to the farmhouse because you didn't want our circumstances to change. You don't want to leave the farmhouse because you don't know what's out there. You don't want to find out. Well, Miss Marple, you really think you've worked me out. I'm going to pack a bag and I'll start packing yours too. You leave my stuff alone. Don't touch it. (laughs) Or else what? You'll kill me. Don't touch my stuff. I'm going. Then you'll go on your own. If that's the way you want it to be. I'm going nowhere. Fine. Fine. But they do go. And leave the farmhouse in darkness. We can't go with them. I've left the farm behind. Much later, only one of them will return. Recording complete. Social Constructs featured Maximilian Troy Tyler as James, Connor McCord as Barry, Michaela Longdon as Haley, Winnie Arhen as Catherine, and Ben Brinnicum as the narrator. Recorded at Gas Music, a therapeutic production.